Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. It's your girl, Asia Abstin. I am back with you for episode 41. Can you believe we're on 41? That's wild. Um, I have an incredible interview for you guys with my dog, 305 Clarine. Um, and uh, she's in studio with me. So let's just jump into the show. But again, before we do that, I want to remind you to continue to subscribe to the show so you can be updated when I drop new episodes. Follow me on Instagram. It's at Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying, actually on all platforms. And I just appreciate you guys for always commenting and reviewing and just being a part of the community. Uh, that's enough of that. Let's dive right in. I've got an exciting show for you today because I have my social media soulmate sitting next to me, Miss Clarine D'Souza, um, Haitian queen, Ew. icon of the people, Ew. city girl number three. I mean, welcome to the show, honey buddy. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for coming way from your palace in Brickle on over to the projects of Edgewater to do the show with me. I can't deal with you. No, I'm saying you left the 98th floor of the penthouse to come down to the 27th floor. I cannot. Did you jog over here? No, I didn't. Because you look snatched. Thank you. I try. I truly try. It is working. I appreciate you. Can we cheers to that, to you being snatched AF? Thank you. it up. Okay, hold on, y'all. Mm. Okay, we said that. This drink is amazing. You're welcome. Little apple whiskey. Actually, we have made these apple whiskey joints um, on the show before. I will link the recipe for you guys again on the show notes. Now, Clarine, give me a little intro to you. Tell the people just a a tidbit about you. Hello, everyone. My name is Clarine. You don't need to say D'Souza, but if you want to, you can. (laughs) 305 Clarine. Um, 305 Clarine on all handles. Um, I'm a mom, 30, two kids, could have been more. Um, and I just moved back to Miami trying to find my footing with my children, take care of my kids, make something, make something worthwhile down here. I Leave heard something that. for my kids. That's Welcome what it's home. About. Thank you. How was life in New York? I actually love New York. You made it look beautiful New and New York, York is garbage. So I don't know how I, you finesse that. You know, what's crazy to me, New York is so beautiful and it's such a city that motivates you. You feel like you could do anything. Yeah. And that's why I loved it, and I always had dreams of going there. So coming back home for me, it just made more sense because I got kids. Right. I'm around all family my family. Aspect. Yeah, mm-hmm. like my grandma had 15 kids, so Ooh. I got mad babysitters. So it just makes it easier for me. But you did enjoy life in New York. I did. That is shocking. Y'all know I'm anti-New York because <laughs> I'm from Chicago. So it's just when you know better, you do better. Ooh, no I... shade to my Ooh. New York squad, but I mean, if you knew... You would do, but alas, that's not what we're here. Chicago is gorgeous. Chicago though. is the realest nigga living. It's just too cold. Yeah. Bottom I line. I love Chicago. It's too cold. The I'm men are home. delicious. The food is delicious. Are like, they? sis. Every man I see from Chicago be short, short. But then again, but I'm, they wallet be tall, tall. You right. I know. <laughs> you right. That's another episode. Mm-hmm. Anywho, we're going to reel it the fuck in because we will go off on a whole tangent <laughs> about Chicago boys. But shout out to y'all. Um, okay, so before we get too deep into the show, I just want to introduce the topic to you all. Okay, so on Instagram, uh, where we love to spend our, you know, recreational time, there has just been a lot floating around about black women and self-esteem and like, um, a lower self-esteem, honestly, than I would like for them to have collectively. Now, I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but I do just see a lot of instances of sisters not valuing themselves and not normalizing luxury in their lives and feeling like they don't deserve things. And it just pains me. I don't want that for any women, but specifically us. Like, don't we have enough on our plates? 
And that's what inspired me to have you on the show because you ooze self-esteem 24-7, 365. If there's one thing you got, it's extra confidence that you've earned and deserve. And it comes through in your posts. It comes through in your tweets. It comes through in your babies. Like, you got it, friend. So if there was anybody to have on the show on this subject, it was you. I love that. I love that you're able to gas me. It's true. <laughs> and for me to feel, for me to feel it. It's you know what I mean? It's true though. Because sometimes, a lot of the times, you'll get around people and they'll make you have to tone down who you are. Mm. Or, and I don't even want to say, you know, it's black women okay. having low self-esteem. And we have been seeing a lot of things. You think it's all with, women? Yeah, it's all women. Yikes. But most importantly, I think in our community, black men reinforce this kind of stigma like, oh, you have to suffer with me or you Ooh. guys have to suffer in order to obtain something or to get to a goal. Otherwise, we don't believe you. That struggle love. What, what you mean? What you mean your family got this? Right. Okay. What you mean a, a man gave you this amount of money? So it's like the concept of having a head start. They yeah. don't like that. They don't. If they you don't didn't like get it, it out the mud, it's no good. They don't respect it. And that's a lot of our community. Mm -hmm. They feel like, oh, you know, I work harder for mine because I had to get it out the mud. I ain't never had nothing. No, it's okay. And just like I was having a conversation with you, it's okay for a black woman to be able to say, you know, I got a small loan of a million dollars. Why is that such a Oh my god! Astronomical you know, like, concept. Yeah. Why do people look at that and view that like, oh my god, who who's her trick? Or right. Who, you know, it's it's whack to me. I feel like that should be normalized. If anything, do you think it's like small mindedness or is it jealousy? What is it motivating these people to be such haters? Honestly, I want to say is how we're conditioned. I hate trying to blame people or say like, you know, oh, it's her fault, his fault. It's how we're conditioned as people. We've worked a long, long time. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of work, work to, to do. continue to do. Correct. But at the end of the day, we have to start making these things normal for us. Mm -hmm. As far as I've been seeing on social media with the normalized black women in luxury, it's like actually just normalized black women being normal. Right. <laughs> like that's Period. normal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It. I get it. I get what the word luxury stands for. I get the definition, but... That's normal. Right. We should be okay. Right. We should be living on whatever avenue, whatever boulevard we feel like. We should With be no driving. controversy. Yeah, it, sh it shouldn't be that deep. Everybody shouldn't be Googling like, oh my God. Who is this? Who is her man? Where is her money coming from? It's ridiculous. Is that why you go out of your way to post a lot of glamorous, luxurious, beautiful sisters. Like, your timeline is full. Your Insta stories are always... I go follow every single one of them. Like, <laughs> yep, mm -hmm. need her on the timeline, need her on the show. I just, you know, I just love seeing different kinds of black women. Okay. Too. Just being normal, just being beautiful in their own environment and their own comfortability. That makes me feel good to mm -hmm. see that. And it's not one type of black woman. Right. We... And, it's a myriad, and for sure. It, that's a whole other conversation, too, because I will say that, you know, when we do think of black women in luxury, a lot of the times they have a certain look to them mm -hmm. or people want to be like, oh, she's not light enough or mm -hmm. she's not curly haired enough. You know, that's a whole other shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, she got to look like that to get those things. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Right. Oh, I'm too dark for you. That's why you feel like I don't deserve these things. Oh, I'm sorry. So... It's nasty, but it's how we were conditioned. You know, that's a whole colorism episode. Yeah. We, I mean, God, we'll be here for five hours Ooh. just on that. I mean, I think the bottom line is that um, you nailed it. And it, it sucks to say that everything is rooted in slavery, but it really is. It is. <laughs> like, it is. It is. The mentality persists. The conditioning from our masters has persisted, and they have tricked us and brainwashed us into believing, you know, you ate this morning. Is that not enough for you? Yeah. You slept last night. Is that enough for you? Actually, no, the fuck it's not. Like, if I wasn't in the Waldorf Astoria, I'm not pleased. I'm not okay. I'm not entertained. I got more. Period. I want more. Period. The it's most. A lot more. The most. Give me everything. All of it. I'm on the 27th floor, but my building go to 51. Run so it. I'm really vexed as to how I got here. Run the check. Run it up. <laughs> I could not agree more. Um, and then for me, I've talked about this on the show a lot. Reverend Ike is my spiritual guide, right? He's dead and gone. Uh, but his entire ministry was that the Bible 
is a book of self-esteem. Mm. That's what the entire thing is trying to tell you is that you can do, have, and believe in anything you want and that God enjoys your prosperity. And I'm not a religious person, so for me, it's more about just the universe and mm. the stars and the moon. But I enjoyed that concept because he was talking about how uh, a lot of Christians believe that like to love God and serve God, you have to live this pious kind of humble life and he was like god takes pleasure in your prosperity like that's he didn't design you for struggle he didn't design you for the bare minimum mm -hmm. and he just teaches that the car you drive is because you believe that that's the type of car you deserve the home you live in the school you go to everything in your life is because you have told yourself that whatever that thing is is your level of success and what you believe in and i believe that wholeheartedly like I don't have a McLaren because I haven't convinced myself that I deserve one yet. That's the only thing between me and my McLaren. And I need to do better. It's nobody else's fault. I have to stop limiting myself to a Maserati. I got to graduate. It's the truth. But a lot of this also stems from, I want to say because we're in a pandemic, mm -hmm. <laughs> I do want to kind of be um, realistic for a lot of the people. Hit me, that please. Maybe, you know, struggling with the idea of I believe I'm supposed to have this mm -hmm. and why haven't I gotten this. A lot of us are going through challenging times. And For sure. although many of us may still have nice things and, you know, we believe that we should have nice things. I just want to let the people that have those visions and don't feel like it's coming to them fast enough know that it's okay too. Agreed. Your time is going to come if to, it's for you it's for you it's period. for you regardless yeah and i know things are hard and it may not be how you want it it may not be coming in the way the way you saw it but it's going to come mm -hmm. i can't tell you how many times this year that my path has been redirected oh i'm sure only just to get something better, better. or greater so I just want to put that message out there. I agree with that 100%. And you know, that's why I like having someone like you on the show that's going to give me an opposing opinion because I know I live in the clouds. 99.999% of the time, I'm in the clouds on a spaceship somewhere. So I need um, kind of the, the, just the grit of it. But I would also like to add to that um, because my show is a lot of entrepreneurs that listen and a lot of hustlers that listen. Um, you know, don't let this pandemic be an excuse. Like, I get it. If you, but if you are healthy, your kids are healthy, your family is healthy, I don't want to hear it. Let's Figure go. something out. Figure period. it out. Because Figure Capital it. One want their money. They want their money. They don't want to hear nothing about nope. no pandemic. No. And the landlord, tea. the mortgage company, they want their money. That's it. And, you know, if you've got the time to refocus, use it. Use it wisely. Pivot Pour yourself into the things that you always said you would do if you had the time. Mental health is important through this time. A million Get percent. yourself motivated. If you need resources to get yourself back in the game, if you feel a little discouraged, right. you know, go to your app store. You always on your phone. Mm -hmm. There's an app called BetterHelp. I know I downloaded oh, it. Oh, okay. Early what is BetterHelp? Um, it's actually online therapy. Okay. So you download it. You get to pick your therapist. Kind of. Kind of a service, yeah, brief survey as to like what you need what or what you you're need, looking for, what you're looking for, if you want to disclose those things, but mm -hmm. get your mind back in the game. You got to put money in your pocket, period, on the table, no matter what, feed your kids. It's not a game because things are only going to get worse if you wind up on the side of the street. That's it. <laughs> like, so you got to really, really focus and be in tune with yourself and tell yourself you can do it. Even when you feel like you can't just get, especially when you feel like you can't, especially I will get the info on that app and link it in the show notes. My friends, I mean, listen to Clarine. She mm -hmm. knows what she's talking about and there's Trying. never anything wrong with reaching out for help. Um, our counterparts have been doing it since the beginning of time. It is only a stigma in our community. And you know, that is a tactic to keep us down, to keep us unwell, to keep us unhealthy. And it doesn't have to be, um, in this generation in 2020, where you have the internet in your pocket, you have a supercomputer in your hand every day. You can reach out and FaceTime somebody that cares about you or a stranger that you just want to spill your guts to whatever it is. Figure it out because the world, time just, just, it just doesn't stop. I know we're in a pandemic. I know unemployment is high. I know that we are, uh, we got a president who's a monkey. I know that shit is crazy, but 
The world does not stop. You will never, ever, 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 ever get this time back. Do not look back and say 2020 was a complete waste, okay? Get your head in the game. Whatever you got to do, whoever you got to look at to make it happen for you every morning, do that. Pull up. And I will link you guys to Reverend Ike again. I mean, he literally changed my entire life from the grave, y'all. Listening to YouTube videos, mm -hmm. he shook me to my core. And, um, you know, I just promote him for anybody that wants to level up in any way. Um, all right, so back to self-esteem, because we can get the <laughs> reverend. It'll be a whole thing. Now, what would you say is the... What do you think is the biggest challenge regarding raising your self-esteem, especially for black women? Like, what is the hurdle that we have to hop over to have greater self-esteem? And, you know, believe in ourselves more. I think the biggest challenge we face, or at least I'll put it for myself, mm -hmm. is unlearning. Unlearn Ooh, A word. That one word was <laughs> a word. Unlearn everything. Everything you thought was right. Everything that you grew up on. Everything that they tried to tell you. Unlearn that shit. Mm -hmm. Unlearn it all. Because at the end of the day, what makes you feel good may not have made your mother feel good, your great-grandmother feel good, the people before you feel good, unlearn it. Try to redefine what it means to be happy for you mm -hmm. and just for yourself and your life. And I think that's the biggest challenge that I face. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if other black women will feel me on that. It's just unlearning and reintroduce yourself to new things, read, um, dive into other people's opinions sometimes, mm -hmm. try to see where they're coming from, open your mind a little bit. It helps. What was the most negative thing that you had to unlearn? Mm, that really my self-worth was tied to just having a man. Ooh! And that's and that's tea because, you know, I grew up in a culture. I'm Haitian. Um, I grew up in a culture where they believe, oh, you're supposed to be married. By like 22 or yeah, something, Yeah, you're right? supposed to be married. Oh, you know, your husband, your husband. It, it, it means gotcha. something if you're married. And all of my family feels that way and mm -hmm. had to unlearn. And that's a Caribbean thing. Yeah, they had to unlearn that. You know, my mom had to unlearn mm -hmm. that. That her self-worth was tied to having a man. Yeah. So, like, if you're single, you ain't no good. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. And, gotcha. And I mean... I'm not sure if it's just a Caribbean woman thing, but I know a lot of women be like, oh, my man or my husband. Yeah, 100%. I just think the younger part of it is the Caribbean part. Yeah. Like, okay, you need to do it by 22. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think the American version is you need to do it by 27. It's true. <laughs> okay, but it's the same concept. It's the same concept, but I think that's one of the huge things that I had to unlearn, and which is crazy. I ended up unlearning it through being with a man. Gotcha. Like, you checked the box, realized it wasn't the box for you, Yeah. and unchecked the box. And I was like, mm, actually, I don't really like it here. Gotcha. So I think that's one of the major hurdles as far as, like, I'm concerned. Yes, Not untying yourself from the notion that if you don't have a partner, you know, you, you haven't made it yet in life. Yeah. Because so many women check that box just to say they have a man and be miserable. Because they be in my DMs trying to figure out how I'm doing it. And I'm like, girl, I'm having a good ass time. What you mean? <laughs> Listen, it's something that you gotta, something that you gotta teach yourself. And mm -hmm. it sucks. Some of us learn it later. Right. Than others. But at the end of the day, I can't tell you how amazing it feels to just be Freeing. free yeah. of that. Just be free of that thought like, wow, I'm doing amazing on my own. Right. Wow, I can hold everything down on my own. And your daughters won't have to go through that. Exactly. And what a blessing for them. Like, whatever struggle that you had, your daughters will never have that hurdle and that issue of feeling like, yo, if I don't have a husband, I'm X, Y, or X, Y, Z. They have each other and they have you and they're Gucci. And I can't tell you how that makes me feel that I gave them each other. Right, like what like a gift. A, like it feels amazing. I feel so good that I ended up birthing daughters mm -hmm. that I can teach. And back to back, like how old are they? How apart? How Three far apart? and one. Yeah, so only Just, two years. Yeah. So Pete and repeat. <laughs> two little cuties, two little terrorists. I love them with everything in me and I'm just so happy where we are right now mm -hmm. I wouldn't trade that for the world mm -hmm. for real I think it's interesting too though like I think that your kids and my kids whenever I get some <laughs> will have different challenges yeah because like we were so blessed I didn't grow up on social media 
I played I outside. It. Yeah. I I think we are the last generation of kids that just went the hell outside and yes. rode bikes and and were and did embarrassing crap, but nobody knew. If you That's weren't standing it. there, nobody knew. That's Everything it. wasn't on camera. I didn't get a phone until I was 14, and it was a Nokia that only had the little one game on Where it, and the, the battery line. lasted <laughs> for 36 hours. Like, I, we just didn't have those problems. And honestly, it keeps me from parenting. Like, it makes me want to... Maybe not do it. It's so scary just the concept that my kid is going to have to grow up and be exposed to pure shenanigans, and there's no way I can protect them. I could be Amish, but outside of that, they short. Where am I live? Des Moines, Iowa? That's true. <laughs> Wyoming? That's true. I mean, at the end of the day, I just feel like that's probably why I don't believe in children having their own social media. Hell no. You know, because it's no. like, you're my When you kid. pay your rent, you can have whatever you want. Until then, you short. <laughs> that's an old school saying that, for real. That's how I feel. No, but that's probably one of the biggest reasons I don't believe, like, your kid needs a page. For Although, what? You know, that's Can how- they read? I'm, I'm not sure. Do they know how to balance a checkbook? You get a page where you can balance a checkbook. Kids I'm, don't even know what a checkbook is, so ain't gonna be uh uh-uh. uh. Nope, yeah. not in my house. Not I know my I love my kids. I'm gonna show them off regardless. Yes. But they don't need their own through page. the filter of your adultness yeah. and maturity. Like this is what we doing. We painting today. All right, that's that's it. enough. It's Little not sneak like, peek. Nah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Those children, our children, our generation of children is going to. Man, that's going to be a tough hurdle. (laughs) Shout out to all the parents. I am parenting a Dalmatian, and that is more than enough for me. Beautiful. Thanks. The people know. They be hearing his footprints. Mm -hmm. Praise God, he's sleeping right now. Um, So I've got another question for you. How did you, I know that you unlearned some things, Mm -hmm. but like, how did you develop God-level confidence? How did you get so saucy that you just... Just embody like unfuckwittableness. How? Sweet. I'm not gonna tell the people. You. That's my mom. Okay. That's, that's my mom. Although, like I told you, we unlearned some things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the core value the was core already there. Value of my mother being a woman, even watching her just go through some of the challenges that she did, she was always like, "You're beautiful. Mm. You are that girl. You're mm-hmm. gonna do what you need to do." Every morning I woke up, she was like, you know how beautiful you are? Oh. You know how gorgeous you are? I love it. She, she My mom always, was like that too. She always told me that. And for that reason alone, I think um, I never looked at myself like, oh, you know, I, I don't feel this way about myself or I don't feel good. My mom is like. Because she taught you different. Yeah, I feel good no matter where I go. I right. feel good no matter what size, no matter, it don't. No. Right. I'm, it's bulletproof. I'm coming in loving. <laughs> right. Like, you're welcome. That's it. Like, you're welcome. <laughs> I told y'all. <laughs> like, that's it. Yes. Like, can't nobody tell me about myself. And right. if you do got to tell me about myself, then explain why exactly. my life going the way that it is. Exactly. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it connect. Because right. it's not connecting. Because my mama told me that. My mama she told, told me, me a better. lot different. Right. So, that's why I'm going to move like she just instilled in you, you know, that you're beautiful. You've got it. You're talented. You're intelligent. I want. Period. I can do whatever I want. I'm always going to have money in my pocket. She always said those things mm-hmm. to me every single morning. So that's amazing. I woke up and I felt that and right. I feel that and internalized it. Yeah. Now, are you at the time where you're pouring that into your kids yet? Because I they're do. so young or you're already seeping it into every them? morning. Mm-hmm. Every morning, my daughters wake up. I'm like, you're beautiful. You're Aww. so smart. You're so intelligent. Like, I really do the Khaled thing. I love right. Got <laughs> I it. Really I love Cal- that. I really do that. Cal- you thing. is loyal. Yes. You is that's what I, I do. love it. I do that to my daughters, and I watch them. I watch them flourish. Right now, they they learned English, mm-hmm. of course. They learned French, Creole, and they're three and one years old That's and crazy. can respond to those commands. Like they're amazing, brilliant. Already. They're doing amazing down here. I can't tell you how happy I am. Like, yeah, and but, they're happy to be with so much family. I'm yeah. sure. They are having a blast. <laughs> they're a blast. having a blast. Um, I think on my end, um literally the same thing like my mom just poured it all over me mm-hmm. every day every night every week and what I will shout out my mom about was 
it wasn't just about how pretty I was. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like, you're so smart. You're so capable. Like anytime I did something that she didn't approve of, it was because you're too intelligent for that. You're better than that. You're brilliant. Why would you ever, you know, get a C on a test? Like that's beneath you. You know, it just, it wasn't about physical beauty. It was about everything else. And if I ever you know, messed up in school, she would say to me, that's pretty ugly. And that's not what you want to be. It ain't no point in having all this beauty queen crap and you don't have a brain in your head. She made it crystal clear that my education, being kind, the way I presented myself, the way I spoke to people, it all mattered the same. So I literally never had any self-esteem issues. And people don't, they don't tease me. That's not the right word, but always comment on that regarding me. They feel like I'm overly confident or, um, I don't know what other type of words they use, but it's always like an issue. And I, to me, it's like, well, why don't you feel that way about you? It's weird that you keep that about me and you don't feel the same about you. It's a way to try to bring you down in most cases. Like they'll look at you and they'll they'll give you problems. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody will look at you and try to give you problems. Like how you going to be confident and you over 10 pounds overweight? I'd be like, what? My nigga love it. What you mean? I never had these issues. I never even thought of that. Why are you giving me problems? I'm okay. And I think that's beautiful that your mom instilled that, you know, you have to have a mind of Period. your own. You have to have a Being brain Being cute ain't enough. It's not enough. Yeah. And I love that our parents did that. At the end of the day... That's, that's why we're here. Yeah. Mm. Because a pretty girl is going to be a pretty girl, but what else? What else? Right. That don't you last long. And that's why my dad came in. Like, my father, um, he for sure co-signed like whatever my mama said he would co-sign yeah every chance he would get yes he would call me pretty all day and all night (laughs) but on top of that i was brilliant look at your grades i'm so impressed with how you treated that situation how you handled that and like shout out to the dads i mean y'all just don't know like how much of an impact you have on your kids period yeah but you know so many men focus on keeping girls off the pole like okay well uh, first of all nothing wrong with the pole shout nothing out to them wrong. we from miami god bless them girls it. we, we love, love it we support the naked hustle but if this is your biggest fear um potentially uplift her in another way and show her that it's not all about her beauty and that she has talents beyond that. Kindness. I think that's what my father taught me. Mm-hmm. Although he was more of a money man. Gotcha. I'm always going to say that gotcha. about my dad. Make like, sure the check cleared. Yeah. He Got it. Always and let sure your mama take it from there. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he was a money man, but he taught me kindness. Um, that's why I don't react to most things. Gotcha. Like, it doesn't matter what's being said. I just take my time and I'm like. Have some compassion in the situation. Always. Always. Especially when it has to do with other women. I'm always like. Gotcha. Mm. Let me look at that Let again. Let me look at that again and see why you feel that way. It's okay, beautiful. Let's handle this another time. Like, gotcha. And I, I'm so grateful my dad taught me kindness. And that's dope because so many women can get competitive and get snarky. Yeah. And I was just looking at Kay Michelle, like, bitching about homegirl getting a Lambo. And I was like, wait, what? It's unfortunate. Uh, I, sis, what do that have to do with you? It's unfortunate. And a lot of that has to do with minding your business. Period. The you business know? that pays you. Yeah, I'm not worried about nobody that's not worried about me. Period. Ever. Ever. <laughs> and I think... And I think if everybody does that, it'll be a better time for everyone else. And a safer planet for us all. Amen. So besides unlearning, Mm -hmm. what do you think women can do to raise their vibration, raise their self-esteem, be more confident in themselves? What's the hack? I think a good hack right now while we're kind of quarantined indoors, most of us can't do too much. Good hack. Just do one thing. If it's one thing every day, even if you could stretch, mm. breathe, um, anything physical. Okay. I'm going to say because I, I just started running mm. every day and I feel so good. I see it on your Instagram oh, and I be cheering God. you on. I'm not going, but it, <laughs> I be, you know, rooting for you. It's hot. I know. I know. We live in Miami. It's 212 degrees and I at 7 a.m. And you got 32 children. How do you get out there with them toddlers? I Every day I get up, come from Brickell, drive to North Miami, do what I got to do. Let the kids be with their family yeah. and run. 
That's insane. I really get down. But it's been good for your like mental health as well. And I promise you, even if it's the smallest thing, like get on the floor, stretch, Mm. it's going to make you feel good. Do things that make you feel good. Be around people that Mm. make you feel good, that tell you good things. If it's something negative, if somebody's complaining too much, you could listen. But, but don't, you don't have to absorb it. Don't absorb don't it. Don't carry it with you. Try to talk to that person less. That's the best thing that you could do. I like it. Even if it's family, you know, everybody ain't able and everybody ain't good for you. And I've had to remove people or take steps back from people I'm blood related to and would give my life for. Yeah. But check this out. All of that negativity, all those hurtful, you know, oh, woe is me. I, I can't. That I'm don't work for me. That's not where I'm something. at in my life. I need a little space from that. So, you know, hey, yeah. I'm going to see you at grandma's house. <laughs> Other than that, we can't be FaceTiming 24-7. It's a no for me, dog. Yeah. And my piggyback on that would be social media, especially because mm. we're millennials. We love social media. It is what it is. It's true. Take your time today and edit your followers, following okay. the people that you follow, excuse me. Okay. Anybody in there that's making you feel bad, that's saying some bullshit, that you don't believe in anybody who is promoting unrealistic body images and everything is face tuned and fake and they don't have nothing positive to say, unfollow them, period. You should be following people that look like you, that love people that look like you, that are living the life you want to live. Surround yourself with it. It's, you know, Studies show that black people spend more time on social media than anybody else, period. And that's facts. Some of us are spending hours a day on social. Now, you could use that as a money-making tool, as a tool to build your network, or as a tool to continue to tear you down and put negative stereotypes in your life. Like, get rid of it. Follow, do, go out your way to follow people that uplift you. Um, at 305 Clarine <laughs> is one of them. You're going to get some tomfoolery and some shenanigans. And if you graduate to close friends, it's actually <laughs> My close friends is get the litty. best of me. That is the group chat but for the people. You know, I love my close friends. They hold it down. I haven't seen It's been months. Yes. They've been holding it down. I, I love it. it. I just graduated to using close friends <laughs> because what had happened was... <clears throat> I was dating this boy, right? And we had broke up, right? And um, uh, when we spoke many moons later, he was telling me my whole ass life because oh, I was geez. putting everything on regular Insta stories. Yeah, no. And it wasn't anything crazy. It was just things that I would have preferred he not know. Yeah. But I thought he had unfollowed me, so I thought I was clear. Ooh. Lies. So close friends. And if y'all want to put me at Kamikaze Kitten, in your close friends, <laughs> I appreciate that. I want to note all the tea. Love uh, it. <laughs> yeah. But edit that social media. It's really, really important Very. that you only feed. It's like feeding your body. You know, I went vegan and it was just about, it wasn't about the animals because a bitch will rock a mink coat in a second. <laughs> it was about just feeding myself things that are living, things mm. that, that God wants me to have, like things that that nourish me in every way. I just didn't want to eat dead animals. So. And God wants you to have that mink. In yeah. That- <laughs> yeah, a Russian sable to the flow. He does. Full <laughs> hood. The whole night. Yeah. He told, oh, listen, yeah. he told me. I'll send you the email. Uh, <laughs> but I want to feed my spirit and my soul and my life. <laughs> eyeballs good things so i have to edit my instagram accordingly yes shout out to the vegans who wear mink i don't know if that's a thing but i might have to start that hashtag it's not about the animals sis that'd be all right i I wish peter would they know where i live i'm in edgewater for you i'm in edgewater pull up it ain't but eight buildings you will find you don't know they're annoying though oh well that'd be all right it ain't about eating the animals it's about just eating, living lives. Feeling good. Nature vibes. Yeah. Which is why I need you to cook something vegan. Now, okay, so Clarine be chefing, y'all. She <laughs> chefs. She chefs it up. But she claims she can't fuck with the vegan food. Honestly, I probably could. Yeah. I never experienced it. Let's ne- try something new. Yeah, I never tried to um, make anything vegan. I probably could. I went to culinary I want school. that spaghetti. 
That Haitian spaghetti? Yeah, that you oh, make for your daughters. Man. You'll love it. It's weird that y'all eat spaghetti for breakfast. We do. <laughs> I'm and American. We so don't know nothing. It's, it's so delicious. Shout out to the Haitians cooking Haitian spaghetti <laughs> for breakfast. Yes. Y'all, my American friends be like, what? I'm, I don't know either, y'all. It's I don't, delicious. I, it looks fire on the internet. I don't it, it's know. delicious. Trust me, try it. If y'all have Haitian food in your city, try that. Haitian spaghetti for you'll breakfast. Love you'll love it. Wild. You'll oh, love it. God, I'm gonna go straight to sleep. Okay, so back to self-esteem. <laughs> so, um, oh, what was I gonna say? All right. So last month, it's this whiskey, y'all. Last month, popular comedian B. Simone did an interview with Nick Cannon where she stated that she wants a man who was CEO status. The entire internet dragged this young lady. I mean, for lynched at this point. Uh, it really broke my heart. You know, it's like a representative of this glass ceiling that people, and I say people because I mean everybody, puts on black women. There's nothing wrong with a successful woman wanting a successful man except when it comes to us, to black women. When we set a standard, we get laughed at, dragged, and disrespected. Why do you think people are so riled up about black women normalizing high standards or luxury? You know what it is. I don't think necessarily it's um, her delivery. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hit I me. don't. Yeah, I don't think. Now, I have never was, followed her. Did you follow her no, before? No, I've okay, never I, followed I didn't follow her. her. I did so see, I don't know if this is her regular regular. I or? have no idea. Okay, same. But, but I did see the clip. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was her delivery. It wasn't the words. Yeah, it wasn't the words. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure. To, mm-hmm. Everybody takes things differently. But to me, it was like, oh, okay, no, because I'm going to be up at 3 a.m., mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing my book. Mm-hmm. And you you got to be up, too, so I can hit you up. It's like, actually, B. Simone, you know, he could be asleep and mm-hmm. still make money mm-hmm. in another way. You know what I mean? I think that's what she had to work on. But as far as, like, black women normalizing somebody that's, better Mm -hmm. than better same level Mm -hmm. doesn't matter that shouldn't have struck people the way the way it did they were butt hurt they were ready to guillotine homegirl i mean snatch all her edges out the internet went crazy i don't even know this girl i never heard of her a day in my life and she was on my timeline every single i have three instagram pages she was on all my pages yeah i i I genuinely felt bad for her because i think what we don't realize is that, you know, these are human beings. These are human beings. These are people with real feelings and they're going to be hurt. She's probably sitting there like, wow, I wish I would have said that differently. Differently. And nobody's going to give her the opportunity to say that differently because everybody's like, ah, you made fun of nine to five. Now you struck like, that's what people want to see now. And it Mm -hmm. sucks, you know, but you should want somebody that's doing better than you. Or why, the same. why is that like, an issue? Like black women should, like I keep saying, we wear struggle as a badge of honor. And I don't know why, because I don't see it. that of other people. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of being able to hear a black woman say, and I raised all my six kids by myself with no help. And I'm sick of that. Right. It should not be that. It should be like, Oh, you know, my baby daddy, we didn't work out, but he did leave me $3 million. Okay. Like, I want to hear more of that. Right. You know, and I feel like we have to blame men. We have to hold them accountable, too. I have no problem blaming you men. Know, you ain't got to preface that for me. Uh, and and I feel like a lot of what happened to be Simone mm-hmm. had to do with black men. Oh, 100%. Dragging it. 100%. 100% they kicked it off. Because they will drag it. Because Easy. Because a lot of them feel inadequate and don't meet those standards. Right. So, so they know that they don't apply. So they take that and they extrapolate that to everybody else. So it's deeper. I feel like as women, when... Even if we don't agree with something another woman says at the time or her delivery, Mm -hmm. I think it's safe to say, like, let's just pull back on that because the men are going to amplify it 10 times over. You know, and I feel like we got to work as a team when it comes to that. They start Facebook groups to tell you, you ain't no fucking good. No. It's exhausting. We got to work as a team. And I know it's hard sometimes because all of us have different views, but as we have to stick together in general. It's just, they have all the power. I mean, to this day, the gender wage gap is 77 cents. We make, and this is white women, make 77 cents to every dollar that men make. We cannot afford 
to beef. All of us collectively. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm black first, but <laughs> I am a woman and I stand with women always first because we just, we don't have the power or we don't realize that we have the power to make change yet. It's so many women still stuck behind what a man is or is not I'm letting lying. them do. Like, who told you that lie? Sis, um, no, no I, ma'am. I told you. I'm unfamiliar. So it's team you. women no matter what. But I will offer a rebuttal to you. So for me, I don't think it was, or maybe it was her delivery, but in my opinion, it was mostly the message. Because I feel yeah. like people feel like, how dare this black girl want better? Yeah. She could have said it in a hymn. She could have <laughs> wrote it in a sonnet. It could have been signed by Shakespeare. And once niggas decoded it, they'd have been like, ah, not today. Who told you? It's like, how dare you want more? I experienced those things in my own life of, yeah. of men, women, children, black, white, orange, and purple looking at me like, oh, so you think $100,000 a year is poor? And I'm like, you know, yeah. To me? It don't have nothing to do with you. Yeah. God bless you. I'm happy That's for you. That's me. I just bought for me over here with my social security with the number. Life it's a I no, live. it's a period. I okay. just, it doesn't, I applied. They didn't give it to me because I didn't make enough money. So <laughs> I don't know how else to quantify for you, but over here. So I just feel like they put a ceiling on us. Like no matter the fact that she's getting it on her own, she runs a successful business. She's got money in the bank. They don't care. And another layer of that. It seems like they feel like she's not beautiful enough to request those things. Like if a if a Drea, for example, no shade to Drea, I love she's her. She's gorgeous, gorgeous, I love you, Drea. bad bitch. We follow her on the gram. <laughs> but if a Drea type, if a light, you know, wavied, mm. petite, mm. Uh, traditionally pretty had those same standards, it would not be the same effect. B. Simone looks like me. She looks like you. She's yep. one of us. Yep. She's just a regular, beautiful black woman. Yep. She, you know, from what I know, she ain't knifed and cut and tipped, nipped and dyed. And I love it. You know, so they feel like she's not pretty enough, as if your beauty equates to what you deserve, which doesn't. Like, who told y'all that? A lot of it has to do with all of this worth being rooted in or men. self-esteem in men. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. And that's why it's always going to go back to unlearning a lot of that mm -hmm. stuff. Because it was no reason. And I think I agree with you with that. It's no reason for her to have been dragged. The way she was. The way that she Unnecessary. was. Unnecessary. It is because so many white women, Latina women, mm -hmm. are mediocre. So It's a big, big thing. Right. They are mediocre and get over easy. Easy. Doing can have whatever standard they want. Nothing. Can demand whatever they want and nobody bats an eyelash. Or or they look at it and it's a headline for a day and then people move the fuck on. That's it. When it's us, it's a whole rabbit hole. It's a Reddit thread. It's a YouTube channel. It's, it's a symposium. Why? Why can't she just... She said what she said. Like... I don't see the problem. And as a person that's an entrepreneur, I work a full-time job. Mm. I have two businesses. I get it. I get <laughs> it. Up, down, left, and right. I get it. I do work till 4 o'clock in the morning sometimes. I am on vacation and still answering emails. I do have inventory in my home, and I podcast, and I have a business, and I got a million things going on. So I get the concept that someone who clocks in, and clocks out and leaves work where they left it, cannot relate to that journey. It doesn't mean maybe that you don't make money, but guess what? Nobody ever got rich being an employee, period. It's about 12 people on this planet that are rich employees. And guess what? They will get fired, and that's your ass. So I understand it's the concept of ownership. The larger conversation is why do you have such a problem with ownership? Why do you want to get a good job instead of being a person that gives out the good jobs? And like, that, stop limiting yourself. And that's what I'm saying as far as her delivery was yeah. concerned. It is about ownership. Her conversation mm -hmm. was about dating. ownership. Okay, right. But it right? was th funneled but, yeah. through dating and standards. Exactly. Gotcha. And that's why I feel like it took a left turn. But as far as like black men and black 
black people mm-hmm. dragging it for as long as they did. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Like y'all Unnecessary. let <laughs> y'all letting other people, people get away with it. Takashi out here, nigga, 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 breakfast, lunch, and dinner. All and day. yet, the number one record on everything is always like y'all don't drag them for worse. I don't. I just I hate to see Exhausting. it. Hate, hate to see it. It's ghetto here. I'm yeah. leaving a bad review. <laughs> Earth bad review. Shout out to B Simone. Um, I don't know you, but I am a fan of your just authenticity. Shit, you Proud said what you. you said. Proud of you. And that's it. And I know she had a mishap with like her book or something, but the last thing I saw was she pivoted and made it a hustle and made it like a, an empowerment fixture situation thing i'm here for it that's what all. i know of her i like so that's all proud shout out of to be simone another black you. millionaire i'm with the vibes i don't care how you got it yeah, proud of you please shout out to you friend if you want to come on the show email me <laughs> so i've got a, an interesting study for you okay i think i sent you this uh so in 2017 glamour magazine conducted a 2000 woman survey with some significant results So what they found was uh, in survey question after survey question, a pattern emerged. Black women consistently reported higher self-esteem than white or Hispanic women. And among other things, they were far more likely to describe themselves as successful. 44% said so, compared with 30% of white women and 21% of Hispanic women. And for the category of beautiful, 59% of black women said they were beautiful versus 25% of white women and 32%, oh, excuse me, 25% of Latina women and 32% of white women. Another finding in that same survey was that black women also think more positively about themselves and their bodies when they look in the mirror. 56% say, I am proud of the person I am becoming. And 47% say, I am happy the way that I am. For white women, those figures are just 37% and 34%. Mm-hmm. Lastly, in that study, one of the women surveyed said this as feedback to the questions. Quote, growing up, black women are taught you're strong, you're beautiful, you're smart, you're enough. And that mindset is passed down from generation to generation as a defense mechanism against discrimination. The more confident you are, the better equipped you'll be to deal with racism. I found this study so fascinating. I was shook. I read all the data. Hit me. What are your thoughts on this survey, finding that black women report themselves as more happy, beautiful, and successful than their counterparts? Well, you know, we've always had to believe in ourselves. Mm. That's probably the one thing that other races don't have. Mm -hmm. We've always had to tell ourselves we're going to be okay. Right. We gonna make it. Right. You know, which ties back to what I'm always telling you black women always say, oh, I did this on my own. Right. That, I'm that gonna badge be, of honor. Yeah, like, but that's probably a lot of the reason why, because we are, we are beautiful. Mm-hmm. We can make it. Mm-hmm. We are going to be successful. We wake up smart. We wake up doing everything probably more or giving more then we have to, mm-hmm. and we're still here. Mm-hmm. You know, no one can take that from us. So I'm not surprised. See, I, I agree with that. And I think that, um, honestly, it's probably rooted, like this young lady said in her quote, it's just rooted in racism and discrimination. Like, Absolutely. we just don't have the choice. Like, how could you get out the bed every day with everything we have to face not just being black, but being female with everything that we have stacked against us. My mom would say behind the eight ball, you already are behind. So you have to be twice as good to get half as much. So you don't have the option of having low self-esteem. You don't have the choice of feeling ugly or unsuccessful, unaccomplished, because even if you are, even if that's what the receipt or the account balance says, you got to go into the world like you got everything together because the world leaves no allowances for you to have the flexibility to be unsure of yourself. They will chew you up. Period. The world will You won't get you out up. of bed. It will chew you up no matter what. And right. that's why no matter the lowest, it doesn't matter what you see. In your life right now, pick yourself up. Like I say, go outside, stretch, yeah, breathe, get do some sunshine. Anything you have to do to put yourself back in that mind state, like I'm that girl, mm-hmm. I'm that woman, 
I'm going to be okay and I'm going to fuck it up. Right. Facts. You really got to think like that. And you really got to believe it. And like I say, I'm not surprised at the study. That's crazy. It really, it surprised me just because, I don't know, I see so many of us struggle. Like literally in my DMs all the time, I get messages from women that are like, how do you have this attitude? Or like, what makes you feel like you deserve that? Or how did you get this man to do X, Y, Z for you. And I'm like, this is so normal. Like this is, it's, it's only Tuesday, sis, but okay. What today is? They Tuesday. ask me, they really do. And they really want advice. And not that I'm some, you know, guru or anything like that, but they, for me, my life is so simple. And to other That's women true. of all ages, That's of true. all races, of all backgrounds who have a way bigger head start than me, but they don't, feel it in their spirit like it's not internalized mm-hmm. so they honestly asked me these questions and that's what inspired me to do the show I've got ladies like DMing me all the time emailing me all the time like you know you travel so much or or this guy did xyz for you or you have all these businesses and I'd be like friend this is nothing regular. I'm not even on the precipice of where I plan to stunt on y'all asses soon come. <laughs> this ain't even, we're not even in the theater yet. Fuck the previews. Let's talk about this it. This is <laughs> nothing. Let's talk about if it. If this is inspiring, stay tuned. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. What's that? Stay tuned for what I got coming. So I just want this energy for everybody. I want all women to feel like this. I especially want us that have been disenfranchised, us that have been crucified for our religion, us that have been crucified for our sexuality, us that have been crucified because we're single, us that haven't had children. Like, get out my business. I got it. No matter what Amen. smart, slick shit somebody has to say to you, your confidence, your self-esteem has to be bulletproof through and through, All in right. and out, unshakable faith in you. Like, you got faith in that weave glue. I need you to have <laughs> faith in yourself. You got faith in that lash glue. You got to have faith in you. Period. Keep going. No matter what, keep going. Don't stop. Push through. If Clarine says you can do it, you could do it. You could do it. That's it. Because, baby, let me tell you. Been there, done that, wrote a book about it. Okay. (laughs) And looking cuter than ever. You you could do it. (laughs) Don't let nobody tell you that you can't do it because you could do it. It don't matter what the odds are. It doesn't matter what's stacked against you. I promise you, if you wake up every day, like I say, if you need the extra help. Yeah. It's out there. It's out there. But you can do it. Push through that. And just remember, everything is normal. Yeah. That hundred thousand is normal, right? Facts. That that two hundred thousand is normal and more. Don't let nobody tell you. Oh, how? Right. That's regular. Right. You just gotta remember that. I agree, hundred percent. Put on some Meg Stallion. <laughs> Gather yourself. When in doubt, Meg always gets me together. I'm not. I'm not gonna hold you. Like it's play so some Beyonce. Oh my play God. some Meg. Just just get into it and feel the vibe. Pour up a drink. Don't text that man back. And you're going to be fine. Ignore man. Yeah. Most, blocked. Most of the times. If, <laughs> if he doesn't answer on time, or just block it. <laughs> Nobody believes me, but I'm serious. Oh, like, I believe you. Because I'm on close friends. I know listen, that you. I'm going to block you. Like, for Real anything quick. that I want and I'm not getting, I'm blocking you. Because for your yeah, no, a... it's going to be a yes somewhere else. Period. I'm blocking Bigger you. Bigger and better. That's it. Um, for the people, I know that you like a good beverage. I do. Praise God. As a mom, I would imagine that you often <laughs> like a good beverage. Cause I think I would often <laughs> like a good beverage. I'd be putting them kids to sleep at 6 PM. Sun still be out. <laughs> night, night. Um, hit me. What is the get drunk cocktail of the week? So I'm an intense girl. I'm born and raised in Miami. I'm an intense girl. I love tequila. Probably mm. started drinking it way before, mm. you know, before it, was cool. <laughs> before it was cool. But I love tequila. And I will say that my new favorite is Casa Dragones. Ooh, say it with your accent, sis. You know, Casa Dragones. Oh, we got a sponsorship. <laughs> the good people at Casa, uh, DM me. I'm available. <laughs> So they came out with an anejo, right. which I really love, um, and I think everyone should try it. It's sexy, really smooth, delicious. You won't wake up with a crazy hangover. Do you like it chilled or just neat? 
De- neat. Okay. For sure. But you could put it in the freezer. Savage. Okay. Ooh. Put it in That's the how freezer. you know you gave birth to children. Is you that... just want a hot tequila. God I do. damn. Oh, I love everything spicy, everything tequila. Mexicans holla at me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Get it. Yes. I will put her. Listen, I'll put her email in the Mexico uh, cartel. In the show notes. Okay. I like that. I got a bottle right here. Um, it is Blanco, but you know. Yeah. If it's not beneath you, we can surely is always not. bust it down. I got a Don Julio 70. Like, we could get busy. Yeah. Actually, a Haitian man bought me those. Shout out to him. He know who he is. Oh. <laughs> uh, I also need a get rich tip for the people. You are a money magnet. You live on the 99th floor of a seven-star building. (laughs) Hit me with the vibes. Like, your kids live better than I do. Put me on. Like, give me a get-rich tip for the people. Money management, especially now more than ever. Um, I have, I'm sure this probably been discussed or probably somebody Tell them again. It. Digit. I love Digit. Digit I, is my baby daddy. Yeah, Digit is so great. Even for those times where you don't, you know, you may have a little bit of income coming in, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Every link, penny counts. Every penny counts. It's an app that auto saves money for you. You can set it up into different categories. So I have like travel emergency Love fund, it. Louboutin fund, Love it. and Digit just takes the money out of my account before I even know it's missing. And it helps. It really does, especially now because people are trying to find out how to balance or how to budget their right. lives a lot of the times with everything being shut down for right. most. So Digit, for sure. Big Get Rich Tip. We've talked about that on the show. I'm a huge fan of Digit. Um, I use it myself. I like Digit. I like mint. Um, just use it. Like it's it. We're in 2020. There's no reason to keep money in a Timberland box. We have moved on, y'all. You don't need. It don't have to go where the Harachis used to go. It's like, come on. We don't need no envelopes. We got this. Get the accounts right. Because if your money ain't right, nothing is right. This is nothing. Miami. Money is a major issue. Y'all Ooh, know that. Miami don't play. Period. Miami Everything don't play. costs like. You know, people in L.A. and New York, they're like, oh, your rent is cheap, whatever. And they're they're right. The cost of living is significantly cheaper compared to those places. But the cost of life, just going outside, leaving your house, trying to get it's a beverage, trying to go to Zuma six nights a week, it's not free. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. not a game. And you always have to find a way to make more money here. Right, and always. That's, and that's You're 100% anywhere. right. Always. But you always have to find a way to make more money because they're not going to give it to you here. Period. Because of the cost of living. Right. So it's a hustler's you game. You want to go on a yacht game. every weekend. It ain't cheap. It's not. Tell me about it. Oh, God. It's not. Now, give me a book recommendation for the people. I know that you are a learned scholar. Is there a book that has motivated you or moved you in a way or made you think um, impossible thoughts that you could dream big, something that your kids love? Hit me. So, as a mom, newly moved back to the 305 I haven't had a lot of time to dive into a book yeah. and read cuz you reading good night moon <laughs> every but, night yes but what I will say is that I was recommended a book mm-hmm. by a new um I'm not sure if he's new but by a Haitian author okay and it's called Yes We're Haitian it by Alain Patron. Ooh. <laughs> so you, I'll link that in the show notes because I don't know how to spell it either, y'all. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I, that's going to be the new thing that I dive into and okay. kind of read and see where his head is at. I love, I love being Haitian. Mm-hmm. I love Haitian history. So if you guys do have an opportunity to check out a Haitian author, his name is Alain Patron. I love it. It's called Yes, We're Haitian. I like the title already. Dive into it with me. I <laughs> like it. I like it. You know, reading is fundamental. Um, I actually just got an Audible account because I was reading this book called Thinking Fast and Slow. And um, it was a, a difficult read. I'm going to be honest. And I'm a reader. And it was just a it was difficult source material. Like it's about economy and psychology and all this shit. And I was having a hard time getting through <laughs> it. So I downloaded Audible and I have been listening to the book and really, really enjoying it. So, you know, I always tell people. 
Just turn your car into your classroom. Mm-hmm. When you're driving, when you're stuck in traffic, you already know the lyrics to that damn Drake song. True. Switch it up. Learn something. Pour something important into your mind. You could listen to YouTube. You could listen to um, audio books. Like, just multitask. Don't use all that time stuck in traffic doing nothing. Pour into yourself every opportunity you get. We all have the same 24 hours. Amen. We just utilize it differently. Like, you might come home and Netflix and chill, fine. Okay, but at least you got a chapter in in your commute onto some money shit, onto some growth shit, onto Amen. some mindset shit that will really elevate your life. Woo! Wow, when's the last time you watched Netflix? I haven't had a chance uh, oh, to watch Oh, Ozark. Them. Really? Ozark is my jam. Oh, I That's because you got the little ones. Yeah, Please deep dive into Ozark. It is some chicanery in the, the life best, of me. <laughs> the best, best way. The best way. Please watch Ozark. Um, so to. this was fantastic. Thank was you. it as easy as you thought it was? You was a little nervous. I was. I was nervous. Had but a, it was easy, right? Yeah. It's just a kiki it. among friends. It is. It really is. I told Our you. Our personalities kind of hit like that. I knew. <laughs> you my social media soulmate. <laughs> Do you have any last words for the people before we let you go back to those two cute kids? Ladies. Uh-oh. <laughs> she put her money. hands on her hips. <laughs> you couldn't see it, but she, she got into her city girl stance. And ladies, get this money. Get this money. Don't listen to these niggas. Don't listen to these men. <laughs> men. Period. In general. Block them. Get your coin. Rinse. Repeat. Oh. Get this money. I think that's the perfect place to end the show. It was a blessing to have you, Clarine. I will link all this information in the show notes. Digit, the book, her social media info. You will have every way to contact her. Casa Dragones, hit me up. It is Asia at Get Drink. <laughs> I can't even talk because I've been drinking all this whiskey. Asia at Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying.com if you want to get in contact with me. And um, I will catch you baddies next week. Be good. Bye.